Howdy, and welcome to the FPL Jingle. This is Owen Conheedy. Steve is with me. How are you, Steve? Not too bad, Owen. I must apologize for my um, lack of professionality. I um, I, want, I, I wanted to take a small nap before the, we recorded the episode uh, last night, and the next thing I knew it was 5 a.m., so needless to say, that's why this episode is as late as it is. It's a bit of a disgrace, Stephen. Okay, yeah, we... look, um, I'll, uh, I, I'll, I'm, I'll write out an apology um, message on the notes in um, my iPad, and then I'll take a screenshot of that, and then I'll post it on my Instagram, much like all the United players do, and um, hopefully that'll be enough to earn their forgiveness. Yeah, or you can offer to pay for the people that have... Um gone to great expense to listen to the episode steve as the top hey. fans did <laughs> yeah i don't think anyone's going out and buying a fucking new pc or a new laptop or a new phone just to listen to us so um i think i feel like I, I feel like i'd be safe in that regard i don't know let's go bankrupt you steve this could be the end of you <laughs> yeah i probably fucking could yeah you, you really got six one yesterday uh we're <laughs> We're back after a bit of a break. We missed a week, and then we we recorded an episode which just didn't work out. Uh, so it's that been, was it's a, while been a, a little while. Yeah, that, that 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 is a while ago. But we didn't do one in the meantime, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now now it's being unprofessional, huh? You can't even remember the last time we recorded it. That's all a blur. Well, at least now the fans know that there's a phantom episode out there somewhere that they can't get their hands on yeah i remember i remember having to stop myself from referencing it in the in the last episode we did because i remember that it never actually got released because my audio was uh, messed up yeah it was it was actually it's actually the government that came to us and intervened (laughs) the government of bali they came and took your laptop there was too many revelations being uh announced that they, they, they they just couldn't live with I mean, we finally found the truth behind all of the all of the secrets, like um, the pyramids, nine eleven. We we fit, we solved it all, and then they just kind of swooped in and stopped us real quick. Mm. So I had a bit of a d- disappointment this week. I um, booked my flights home from Japan, and I was flying through London on September ninth. And I said, "Excellent! I'm going to catch a Premier League game. Just going to stay for the day." And there's a Shagan international break. <laughs> it, it just never breaks ends your heart. On. Yeah. It's, no one enjoys them. It's about time that we've moved on from international breaks and did something else. Diehard Ireland fans enjoy them, but th- those are very rare these days. Mark Mark Lossie enjoys them. Does he enjoy them? Uh, I yeah, mean, I, yeah, he, a, he, he does. He does. Lip, does he I enjoy mean, them? Though? No, he does. He's a he's a massive Ireland fan, so I, I think he does. I think. I think he's obliged to pay attention. No, I think we're all obliged, but like he's like really into it. Like you know, whenever the kits get released, he's like you know commenting on them, and he's got like talking about which kit, like all the kits that he has and all the games he goes to and stuff like that. So I do think he genuinely does care. It's a bit of a cult, though, isn't it? <laughs> Irish soccer. It's mm. a pretty shit one if it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 the weird rituals that um. That I don't get get on board with. How do you mean? 
it's the you know the satanic sex rituals oh yeah that happened before every ireland game yeah i know it's yeah, a bit yeah. weird but like i mean yeah they're, they're they're into it so you know you just kind of let them off uh, yeah i mean look as long as it's safe <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as nobody's getting hurt um talking about harming yourself through something that you think you enjoy this week steve you scored 67 with your regular fantasy football team yeah, well, I mean, this week is actually game week 32, which is now last week because of the midweek fixtures. Um, but yeah, I didn't do too bad considering I um, had uh, um, Haaland who didn't play and I had a f- bench full of players who I couldn't, I didn't want to drop. So yeah, um, Captain Saka, which was a good call in the end because Watkins didn't do anything. I had Martinelli as well. Um, I had Guayhi for a clean and then I had Castagna for a goal and bonus points. So that kind of bailed me out there because um, the rest of the team didn't perform well. Oh, sorry, Kane got a goal as well. I apologize. Um, but yeah, the the double rent for clean sheet didn't work out in the end. Villa equalized in like late, very late in the game, and um, Botman of course conceded to Harry Kane, and Leno then uh, conceded against Leeds. So uh, look, it could have been worse. Um, I'm still still green arrows, so I think I gained about uh, thirty or forty thousand spots. So I'm just outside the top three fifty k. So not doing too bad. No, not a bad weekend. You've been preparing for this for a while. That's why you had the Crystal Palace and Brentford guys there. You were eyeing up this blank game week where you couldn't play any of your Man United or Brighton guys. So. Um, you still you still managed to get the ten out there, and you still got a green arrow, and it didn't cost you any hits or your free hit chip. So, yeah, a successful no, be, week, I would say. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'm happy out, and I'll be using the free hit uh, for the weekend for game week thirty four. So, uh, that'll be the focus now. Absolutely. Um, I got a surprisingly nice week. Uh, maybe it makes sense when I have Salah playing, uh, another high value player. I uh, got a 79. I did make a mistake where I captained Salah instead of Saka. That cost me six points. I could have ended up on a seven, or on an 85. I did make three transfers, and that was a minus four since I had two to make. Uh, you would have got more. Like, Saka finished on 13, so if you captained him, you would have got 26, whereas you only got 14 from Salah, captain. Um, well, so I still got the 13 from Saka. So I would have got an extra thirteen, but I had the seven oh, for Salah yes. and I got an extra seven. So it, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. Isaac helped me out there with a thirteen and Salah with the fourteen. Probably my difference makers. Yeah. Ivan Tony Isaac as well. Is a nice differential for you. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't been draft, and since I don't have Holland at the moment, I can afford to have the likes of Salah and Isaac and other guys around the team. But yeah. so I do now. Well, I, I can make my free hit now, and then I can have two transfers for game week 35. But I am kind of stressed about not having Holland already this week, is probably going to hurt me. Yeah, definitely for the. Uh, yes, probably against. Well, against Arsenal at home. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, you're. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I did go to make. I did go to make the move from Kane to Holland, as I said. I just wanted to have him immediately, but um, he, I was short point one. I had like point oh. five in the bank plus Kane, so I didn't have the point one, Fuck. and I didn't want to make a double transfer. 
Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Um, mm. I surprised you. Um, I surprised you kept uh, Tony ahead of Watkins, given Watkins' form recently. But um, yeah, like it kind of, it's worked out anyway because he he didn't score that week and he hasn't scored uh, this week. Um, we're recording just after the first round of fixtures in game week thirty three, and uh, Watkins blanked there as well. So um, he Tony could be a nice another nice differential for you. Um, and then, um, who are Newcastle playing? Newcastle are playing. They are playing Everton, Everton. Um, which would be which is a nice fixture for them. So yeah, like it's you're not in too bad shape, but yeah, going forward having Haaland there would probably be ideal, especially with the amount of double game weeks that City have coming up. Mm. Yeah, just need to get through this week. Free hit next week. That should let me make two transfers the following week. Bring in Haaland and. I suppose it'll be Kane I'll get rid of. I mean, he can't keep scoring with how bad Spurs are. So I don't know. Like, I I had this conversation with one of my mate with with Paddy, and I I think Kane. Were you going to refer to him as a mate? I I realized my mistake early on and tried to back out of it, but you've highlighted it now, so I'm just going to power through. Yeah. A bit um, like Paddy with his actual highlighter, which he uses on his pen on paper yeah i know it's so <laughs> weird like i've only ever seen girls use those color pens but sure look what can we do he's he's eccentric uh, at the best of times let's just I feel like he's, that. he's trying to tell us he needs help or something i felt like there was codes to these images <laughs> uh i mean like i don't know who he could be referring to for help there but um what was i gonna say now i can't even remember i've rattled you <laughs> You yeah, were on yeah. about Kane scoring for Spurs. Oh, yeah. No, I think Kane, even with Spurs being as shit as they are, I think Kane can actually still perform well and finish the season well for for the team. Like, if you take Haaland out of it, Kane's having a really good season. Like, how many goals has he got so far? Um, like, 24 yeah. goals this season is unreal at this point of the season. Like, I think the golden boot last season was, like, was around 24, I think, anyway. So son um, son got it so yeah he's like a winger. 22 or something like that I think so just shows you how how he's still managing to perform even in such a shit team yeah I just wonder will it dry up but we shall see um so I've lost run of myself but I will regain it. Here we go. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose for this week then, I might ju- um, I'll highlight that the only change I made to my team re- um, was to bring in Ederson for Leno. Um, as again as part of getting City players in for the doubles, so I have Ederson and Haaland now. I brought in Ederson. I know he's expensive, but he's the only uh, defender uh, from Man City that I trust to play every game. Everyone else is prone to rotation, and especially with Nathan Ake now. Don't know what formation they might throw in there. Do they put Laporte out of left back? Do they put Sergio Gomez there? Do they try to, and do they try and bring Rico Lewis back in? I don't know. It seems that they're genuinely just playing three centre backs at the moment and nothing else. Uh well that's a bit that could be potentially where Arsenal find a bit of joy anyway, because Nathan Ake no Nathan Ake had been getting a lot of um um starts at left back and he was playing really well I don't think City are playing a back three on like at the at the FA Cup semi-final at the weekend they played Sergio Gomez so they are playing a back four but then Stones is drifting into uh, midfield then and make and, and making a midfield two with Rodri and then it kind of looks like a back three sort of then so 
that's kind of the way that they've been doing it for the last while anyway and that's why Kyle Walker isn't getting as many starts because they're saying he's not able to do that as well as Stones is um, but no I think Pep do, does like the back four yeah yeah it's it's he's always messing about with the fullbacks and I suppose Arsenal kind of do the same I'd say Arteta's kind of using the same idea um, and then they also lose uh, with fullbacks a lot given that Sinchenko and Cancelo and Walker doesn't play and uh, just don't have any fullbacks really at the moment but uh, that's an interesting one uh, the, the rotation is frustrating though I can see why you would have gone for Ederson um, I didn't make any changes to my team this week. I just brought back in the Brighton and Man United guys from my bench, and I tried yeah. to sign Holland, but that didn't work out. So I'm waiting for two transfers to uh, correct that. Yes, I see uh, what you're saying. I also did bring in Bracky and my um, Brentford and United and City players. So uh, you know, as as, as standard, like absolutely. Um, then around the league, you know, games from game week 32, 33 has started already, but, um, yeah, West Ham 4-0 Bournemouth, um, the game I did watch was Newcastle's trashing of Tottenham, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, uh, luckily Chelsea, that, all right. yeah, luckily Chelsea weren't playing, so I wasn't obliged to watch them. <laughs> uh, um, did you watch the Arsenal-Southampton game, Steve? Uh, what were your thoughts there? Um, I watched the game. Um, I didn't sit down the entire time because I was born out of frustration and then like potential elation and um a real roller coaster of emotions. Uh, overwhelmingly, I suppose it would be a sense of disappointment because that's definitely three points that we should have had. And especially after drawing against West Ham, we desperately needed that win. We didn't get it. So, City are firmly in the driving seat now. They have two games on hand. They win those. They go a point ahead of us. Uh, we have to. I'd say we have to win at the Etihad to realistically stand any chance of winning the league. Uh, is that likely to happen? No, I don't think so. I think that's probably the toughest thing to do in world football at the moment. But is it impossible? No. So trying to be optimistic about it, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Saliba being out again is a big loss for us. I think Rob Holding is serviceable. Um to fill in for a game or two but for this stretch um he's just he's just not he's not the quality that arsenal need um arsenal aren't they're not like i don't think they expect it to be uh, this far ahead in the development project as they are so they're the squad isn't really at the stage where i think they're they were thinking they'd be challenging so um that kind of might explain that a little bit but yeah, if we can get Jacka back um, and put him in back in midfield, I think that'd be a, a boost for us because Fabio Vieira was pretty much anonymous in that Southampton game. Um, but like you know, we we showed a decent bit of character to bring it, score the two goals and get it back three all at the end. And you know, Trossard hit the crossbar. It could have been very different, but you know, we we need to stop making these stupid mistakes ourselves. Uh, Ramsdale giving the ball away from a, a pass out and then. Uh, Rob Holding losing Walcott um, on the counter and then Zinchenko leaving his man at the back post for a free header from the corner like the, these are all things that you can fix um, easily, easily enough um, but with City and Haaland it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough ask yeah absolutely I mean in, in, in layman's terms I would be viewing Arsenal as a team that score lots of goals but don't seem to score enough because of how much they're conceding. Um, 
they seem to uh, just wondering over the last few fixtures like when when was their last clean um their last clean was against Fulham on the 12th of March and mm-hmm. they have conceded in every game since I suppose Saliba's injury is back is back there around one of the Europa League games Sporting Lisbon um at yeah. home the one we got knocked out on penalties on he came off that mm. in that game in the first half with a back injury and I think it's uh, I think he could potentially be out for the rest of the season. I think if Arsenal do lose this game, I think they don't. They're not going to rush him back. I think if they do manage to get something out of this game, they'll see how he goes and see what they can do to try and get him back early. Because we would we would need to win out the remainder of our games to even stand a chance. So, but yeah, it all yeah. hinges on tomorrow. On tomorrow, really. I had I had Saliba as one of my waivers for draft this week, and then with about two hours to go more news came out about him that it looked like he may be out for the season. So I eventually backed out of that move and just dropped Robin Holding for like one Bissaka or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stressful times for Arsenal fans, I suppose. But uh, a nice position to be in nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. You could be Chelsea or Spurs. So. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. No, uh, no. <laughs> Did you see the stat that was like... Um, bottom half teams the amount of goals they've scored and Chelsea were like were like bottom of that list on like 30 but what's now granted if you take into account like the bottom three teams who have only scored like I think Everton have only scored like 24 goals so and Chelsea have scored 30 so they're not bottom bottom but like it was just it was hilarious to see it come up on the screen because you'd never think it yeah well if you watch if you watch Chelsea yeah, yeah if no, you if Chelsea, you, no, if you it. watch them now, you absolutely mm. would. But like at the start of the season, if you said Chelsea are going to be a bottom half team and are going to just about manage thirty goals after thirty weeks, like you'd you'd have been laughed at. Mm. Yeah, Chelsea haven't been scoring in a, in a lot of years, though. You know, there hasn't there hasn't been a prolific striker at Chelsea now for a very long time, and it's uh, <laughs> proving problematic, as can be seen. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, I suppose that's because they've been sharing the load and the goals have been spread out, but like the goals aren't being spread out anymore, so, and there's just nobody chipping in. Like, Mudrick signed in January, has two assists in the Premier League this season, and he's their, he's their top assister. In that time? That's, yeah, that's insane. No, 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 for yeah. the season. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, an absolute shit show. Uh uh, whatever mount injuries and things like you know no no player is performing at uh anywhere near their potential yeah but, uh, and uh the only other thing i'd say then is like i don't know how spurs are still fifth like they've been absolutely fucking dire um sorry so oh so with the win actually with the win um uh this evening uh, aston villa have finally leapfrogged them into the fifth but uh, obviously Spurs will have a game in hand um, against United um, this week, so they could potentially leapfrog them, leapfrog them back. But I mean, I, I just don't understand how you can, how they can still be in with a, a, a chance of Champions League football when they've been absolutely terrible. Like uh, they had the loss to Newcastle, then they had the loss before that, then they some must have paid the refs an unbelievable sum of money to beat Brighton in a game where Brighton should have scored at least five goals and had them all ruled out um, by the refs, and then two draws before that. So, like like I mentioned before, they've sacked Stellini now and put Ryan Mason as an interim, interim manager. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. The the sacking of the interim manager is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, I see. I don't I, think I, I've I don't... ever seen it before, on. No, it's it's um, I don't know what you expect when you put in an interim manager. You know, you're kind of saying we know you're not good enough for the job, but we're going to leave you here for a little bit, and then you sack him for not being good enough. It's a unusual decision. Yeah, definitely. And did you did you get the news in your east? Like, did he actually just fuck the team out of it and leave, or what happened? I don't know. I've only heard that reported by one person on Twitter, and they are. I think they are an Arsenal fan. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was slightly exaggerated. But mm. I mean, like, he is like the vice captain. Is he the captain? He is the captain. And then Kane's the vice captain. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did go in and try and do a big fucking roar and song and dance saying how shit they were. And then also turn, but then turn around to the physio and be like, yeah, take me off. I'm injured. Like, it would be fair. I hope he did afterwards go over and comfort Son, who would have started crying. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, you'd lose a lot of face, well, especially well, you, with me. You'd lose faces if you turned around and said, like, yeah, you're all shit. And then turn around and say, like, yeah, take me off, for Gaffer. I'm not, I'm not feeling it today. Like, <laughs> people were saying that Larice was, <laughs> Larice had an injured soul, and that's why he had to be subbed off. <laughs> Just, you know, feeling the hamstring. Ah, oh, it's a bit tight, a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. We'll see where they end up. Um, anyway, I, they're fucking shambles of a club. Our bankers and outside picks didn't do spectacularly this week. Well, last week, should I say, game week 32. Salah did score. He was one of the premium assets who did play. Watkins blanked, and then Saka didn't have a bad time. No, he had a goal and an assist. Goal and assist in that 3-3. But our outside picks weren't so hot. I picked Sinistera in the wrong week. Yeah, if you'd picked him this week, you'd uh, yeah. you'd have been right on the money. He got a goal um, right before he injury. went off injured. <laughs> he went off injured after half an hour, but he'd scored a goal. Um, that game obviously ended 1-1 with a Vardy equaliser in the 80th minute. Um, and then I went for Elise, who... Um, had an okay game uh, against Everton. Everton were sent uh, were reduced to ten men. Uh, I think when Ben Godfrey, no Mason Holgate, I think got sent off for a double yellow. And Jesus, Everton re- really should have lost that game. I think they they just dug in and and held on for a point after that. And uh, Palace basically had the ball the entire ha- rest of the game, but weren't able to break the deadlock. They desperately need a striker in the summer. I feel like we've been saying about Crystal Pal- about Crystal Palace for the last four years, though. So we'll wait and see. Yeah. So Roy Hodgson's one hundred percent winning streak comes to an end. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people this week will have been bringing in Eze. Uh, a lot of people bringing in Ed Ward uh, around the leagues, but. Um, yeah, it's it. It was didn't make sense the the run Palace were on. I think like when you looked at the players that were doing it, like Jordan Ayew, and so on and so forth. Um, I think it it only makes sense that 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 they they shouldn't be in this type of form. Mm-hmm. Um, that's game week thirty two. We spoke about what we did with our teams for game week thirty three, which is currently underway. It's around this point, Steve, where we would usually take a break. Have you any thoughts on that? Um, no, I think this is usually the point where we take a break, and I usually agree that we should take a break, and I I think that is the case as well here today. Yes. 
Excellent. Uh, your agreement is appreciated. We will do that. And we're live to talk about game week 34, the big doubler that we've been looking at for many weeks now and discussing whether or not we would do our free hit. Uh, myself and the Steve will be free hitting. Your doublers this week are Liverpool versus Fulham, City play West Ham, and Brighton play Man United. So basically all the good teams outside of Arsenal you can get some players in from. Um, Steve, I suppose maybe the first thing to discuss is the teams you definitely want players from. Like I, I think it's mm. safe enough to say everyone will have three Manchester City players. Yeah, everyone will have three City players, but it'll just be a case of which co- a combination of which three players you want. Um, I think Haaland is obviously the main one. Then after that, then they're playing away to Fulham and then at home to West Ham. So you would think then with Mitrovic suspended and West Ham in kind of mid-form, mediocre form, that clean sheets would probably be likely. So who do you go for then? Um, It'd be easy to say Stones or Ruben Diaz because they're likely to play um, the most. But you just don't know with Pep and the Champions League coming up. You might want to keep them fresh for that. So he might change things up a bit. Laporte could come in. Uh, Sergio Gomez played against Sheffield United in the FA Cup, so he might get a few more games with the the amount of games that City have to play now. I think they only get like probably three days break between each game. Um, mm-hmm. I think Ederson makes sense um, as uh, an alternative for a City defender if you wanted to bring one in. That's what I have done anyway. And then I think afterwards, then you're looking at midfield. I think the mo- ones that makes the most sense to me are Grealish or Kevin De Bruyne, depending on your price. Yeah, the only thing about that uh, Ederson pick at goalie is he does cost 5.4, which probably yeah. isn't a whole lot more than their defenders, is it? Well, I mean, Diaz is like, what, 6? Yes, I'm just going to bring him up. I'm kind of interested now because I'll be yeah. considering it. Akanji's 5. I think he's a good pick. I have him in draft, and he actually okay. has been playing fairly regular. Okay, so Stones is 5.5, Diaz is 6, Akanji is 5, Ake is injured, but he's 5. Like, Laporte is 5.6, Walker mm. is 4.7. And it, I, so think my it, point, it, I, suppose, I suppose my point is that, yes, Akanji at 5 million is, is good, but like, is he guaranteed to start every game? No, I'd rather have the Ederson for that point four. But if you were scraping for uh, for cash, it might be something that you'd consider. Yeah, it um, might be, yeah. Very simply, one of those, Holland, and then the midfielders will be tough going. I mean, some people will go for Kev as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Kev is a class player, and I think, again, Haaland kind of overshadows everything. Kevin is having a very good season in terms of assists. Uh, how many has he got so far this season? Um, 17. 17 assists so far this season. So, like, you know, that's not that's that's unbelievable. But uh, he just kind of gets overlooked because Haaland... But yeah, he's having a great season, so if you can afford the money to bring him in, definitely do. But if you can't, someone like Grealish isn't a bad alternative. He's playing a lot. He's playing very well lately, and it seems to be a favourite for Pep. Um, he's adapted to the um, system that City want to play and seems to be doing a lot better in it now. Granted, he doesn't take guys on one-on-one as much as he did at Villa anymore, but he's getting more involved in terms of like assists and, and things like that. 
Yeah, I think he's a decent pick. Obviously, you don't touch, touch Mares, who just seems to not play Premier League anymore. Um, but you have Foden returns from injury, which kind of gives adds more confusion than anything. I wouldn't be going for Gundogan or Rodri in regular fantasy football. Alvarez is actually a question mark that you could consider. Probably um, better picks going, but... I... I... Yeah, I mean for six, he, again it's a punt. Like there's no guarantee, like you know, there's no guarantee, and City mm. you're going to be gun going all guns out to try and do the treble. So, how many starts does Alvarez get really? Like, so absolutely three players from Man City. Um, I think you'd probably be going with the Liverpool double with three and and something else. But I'm kind of wondering now about a premium strategy, like if. Kane will only be playing the one game, so you might not have him. But if you do have Haaland, De Bruyne, and, for example, Salah, who doubles, is that the way to go? Is that is that too much money? Um, No, that's so my free hit. What I'll probably be doing is I'll probably be going Haaland, Salah, and then I'll be seeing if I can budget the money in for De Bruyne. So for Liverpool, the three players that I'm kind of looking at at the moment are Jota, uh, 8.8, 8, um, Salah at 13, and then um have to see then about defenders. I might see if I but might, might see about Kanate, 4.8, um, depending. I think Trent at 7.5, even though he's playing a little bit better lately. I just don't know if he's worth it, seeing as Liverpool aren't keeping clean sheets. So you're rely- relying on him for attack and returns. Um, I think Kanate at four point eight because he's a kind of cheap enough defender. You you can kind of justify it to yourself, but yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky one there. And are you going to drop your Arsenal guys? I mean, like it's just free hit, like dropping doesn't matter. But are you going to be playing Liverpool and City guys over the Arsenal guys? Arsenal play Chelsea at home. Um, not the easiest fixture, but not the toughest either. Uh, it'll depend like so I'm probably going to have I'm going to try and have three City three Arsenal uh, Rashford uh, Brighton so it'll depend I might have one uh, Arsenal lad in there but um, it, it yeah it'll be hard like because Martinelli is on fire and Saka is pretty do, doing incredibly well as uh, at the same time so uh, I'll have to see um, I haven't really um, fully done out the team yet hmm of course, you know, like Arsenal are the better team, but the Liverpool assets are so much more expensive given what, what we thought was going to happen coming into the season. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you want to get your Jota, he, he, he will cost, I presume he cost 9 million at the start of the season. He's 8.8 at the moment. Yeah. Um, like, he's savage dear to be buying. Like, I'm just, I'm looking at trying to put together a team here and it's, it's going to be tough going, but I suppose you can scrape a few pennies together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check in behind the couch cushions for an extra yeah. an extra point one. Yeah, so that'll be so your eleven players will probably be three City, three Liverpool, that'll be six of them. I imagine you'll be holding on to at least one or two Arsenal guys. Man United double, so like we we'll we're all gonna have Rashford and we'll probably be yeah. picking up Man United defenders. Yeah, probably a United defender. Um it'll probably be someone the likes of Dallow. Uh, he seems to be consistently playing, especially because of the issues that they're having at centre back. That even if um, 
Maguire, uh, so Martinez and Varane out injured. It's Maguire and Lindelof uh, that are the back, uh, the the centre backs. But when Maguire was suspended for the FA Cup semi final against Brighton, um, Shaw came into centre back, and then Lin- uh, Dallow went out to the left, and Wambasaka went out to the right. So it seems to be that Dallow seems to be the mainstay in there at the moment. Um, so four point seven, um, which isn't too bad either. Like so, it's pretty pretty cheap. Um, Shaw's 5.1 so it, I mean it just depends if you feel like Shaw might have potential uh, better attacking returns than go for it but uh, yeah like I don't think you can go too bad with either of those and they're at home to Villa in the first game and then away to Brighton in the second game so not the easiest of games but um, like yeah you'd probably definitely have them in there just for the double I think so absolutely I mean they'll probably do well in at least one of those I mean they're they're not as good as they were let's say two months ago but they're still on decent form i think they're still okay um it is going to be expensive i'm putting my team together now and i have i have 17 million to buy four defenders and a keeper is that okay (laughs) i mean you do the math on that and you tell me um brighton might be an opportunity for you to kind of um make that a bit uh make that a bit cheaper like you know um flesh that out yeah like you know, uh, let's have a look. See here. Um, so Dunk is the most expensive one, I think, at four point eight, along with Estepinian at four point eight. So you've got um, Webster there, Caldwell, um, five, four point five and four point four. Um, albeit it might be a little bit more of a risk, but I think Webster has been getting a lot of the starts lately. Um, oh, actually, I tell a lie. He didn't play against um, Forest. Uh, he played a full game against Chelsea. Come on as a sub against Spurs, played a full against Bournemouth. So, yeah, like it might be the case where... And then the other thing to remember then is that um, with right back, they're kind of putting Pascal Gross in there a little bit and then kind of doing a similar job that Arsenal and City are doing. Where I he noticed. Moves in, he moves into midfield when they're in possession, yeah. Um, it's an interesting strategy, especially because he's a, he's just a, a regular midfielder. It's like when it's like when Pep did it with Bernardo Silva uh, earlier on in the season, but Bernardo had a terrible time and fucking hated it, and then he moved away from it. So, um, yeah, you might kind of be forced into getting Dunk or Estepinian in just purely because they're the most likely ones to start. I'm just looking around now currently at the assets that are, like, super cheap. There's actually... Um... The leads forward Greenwood has gone from four point five down to four. Oh wow! So you can yeah you can get a three point eight goalkeeper, which is pretty nice. Um, so you can actually afford you know, let's say you're gonna end up probably only playing three defenders, so you can end up you know pick out the two cheapest. Let me just do that right now. Let's see what yeah, prices well, they're even, going for. What you could do is you could do a three five two if you wanted. You could have Haaland and Jota, and then you could say drop Watkins for that. Um, four million attacker, and then you can have five midfielders. You could have Saka, Martinelli, uh, De Bruyne, or or Grealish, uh, Rashford, and uh, Salah. You can pick out something crazy. I'm um, I'm just ending up. Sorry now for literally doing my team as we speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like this is whatever about me being unprofessional. Alone, this is very unprofessional. Can I, you can not just wait until the end of the podcast now? No, absolutely not. Why not. You could play a three. You could play a, a ridiculously impressive three-five-two. Most of your points coming from Holland and uh, the midfield, and then yeah. I mean, like Brighton and Man United defenders are probably okay for the week, and Ederson in goals. 
Yeah, that's kind of that'll probably be the that'll probably be the template more template. or less. Yeah, kind of. I think so. Um, this is point in the season where you can get like super cheap guys on the bench, like three point eight. Yeah, I remember um, Bueno was a Wolves defender who was getting a few starts, and he was like three point eight, and so he was great. And then he, and then all of a sudden he stopped getting starts. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that I hasn't happened to me now in in a while. I haven't had. Um, do you know the way you 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 get into a, a rush with your team where you've like two injured guys on the bench and it's just an absolute nightmare. That hasn't happened to me in a while. Yeah, Thank no, God. I've been. I think I've been very very uh, fortunate in terms of that. I haven't had many players injured. Thank God. Uh, so I haven't been forced into any sort of um, double transfers or taking a hit or anything like that. Uh, touch wood. Um, but yeah, I think other than that, is there a team that has a, a, a only one fixture that week that you're kind of looking at yourself, looking at and thinking that's a that's a good good shout? I'd say Newcastle is probably the main one, uh, just given the form that they're in. They're yeah. at home to Southampton in that game. Um, if you had a cheap defender like Botman uh, or Dan Byrne or something like that, they'd be a good one to have. Um, if you had, if you wanted to stick with someone like Isaac, like you have owned, like he. Yeah, he might not be a bad option to have in there if you wanted to do three forwards. Um, and then, other than that, I'd say that's kind of more or less everything. Um, Palace play West Ham, not a great one. Brentford Forest, not a great one. Bournemouth Leeds. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of bottom of the table clashes, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. You you pointed out the Newcastle Southampton. That's really the only fixture. Of excitement, like Leicester play Everton, so that'll really be a relegation six pointer there. Um, yeah, I mean, Brentford taking on Nottingham Forest is the next best thing. Brighton playing Wolves as well. I mean, like, not the easiest fixtures in the world, but um, yeah, a few, few bottom of the table clashes. But I think not much there that excites me that I would, would be picking things over the double. Uh, yeah, I'm super, super into Man City playing West Ham and Fulham, etc. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Steve, do you want to hear the team I met? Uh, go for it. Uh, okay, the exciting stuff first. It's going to be Holland and Jota up top. Potentially, mm-hmm. that might change to Darwin. I mm-hmm. think that those are the only two options. I have Greenwood for four million on the bench that mm-hmm. leads forward. De Bruyne, Martinelli, mm-hmm. currently Mitoma, which might change, but mm-hmm. I think he's okay for now. Salah and Rashford. So. De Bruyne, no Salah, and Haaland are the expensive guys. No Saka. I have Martinelli still because he's yes. the cheaper of the two options and it allows me to build this team. Mm-hmm. Double Brighton defense is Stupinan and Webster. At the moment, I've won Bissaka, but I can afford basically any Man United defender I want. Uh, two 3.8 defenders, Ederson and goals, 3.8 goalkeeper. Not the worst. I thought, given... I thought that... Given uh, the four million defender or four million attacker that you're bringing in, that you might be able to uh, afford Saka in midfield, but uh, it might just be the case where the, the the price of our teams might just slightly slightly differ there. Like how much, how far away are you from being able to bring in Saka? I have, I have zero point three in the bank, and Martinelli oh. six point four. Not 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 very. Or well, he's more, but not very close. Not time. very close at all, really. Um. Mm. All right, yeah, that's yeah. Look, I mean, I can understand that. All right, like Matoma on a double against at home against 
Wolves and Brighton is definitely appealing. Um, he's he's a savage. Like I watched him again at the at the at the weekend when they played in the semi final, and um, like obviously Wambasaka is a great one on one defender, but he was kind of getting a bit of joy el- uh, elsewhere, kind of drifting inside and kind of taking Wambasaka out of the out of his channel and winning um, free kicks and um, getting in, involved that way. Uh, I swear mm. if Brighton had had for Evan Ferguson for that game, they would have won it because uh, bringing on Undav as a, as a sub um, in the in the game was an absolute disaster. They should call him uncool. Yes, they should. That's a very that's a very <laughs> that's a very cool nickname to give a very uncool player. Um, so dude, um, I, I take it on. I take it on. You want to uh, eventually talk about um, draft? Do you? I'd love to, Stephen, after and only after we announce our bankers and outside picks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you want to go ahead or actually, do you know what? I'm actually yeah. going to uh, change one of these because I'm doing it on the fly. And we're, 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 we're doing it as we go. Like you made the team um, while we were doing that segment. So, KDB, Steve, stick him in there. That burp made you sound like uh, Rick. You wrote Salah twice. <laughs> I forgot. Because... Oh, and it's fucking midnight here, Owen. Give me a break. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Yeah, so we'll go so, Salah, uh, we'll go Haaland, and then we'll go Jota, I think. Yeah, honourable mention Kevin De Bruyne, I think. Yeah, honourable mention Kevin De Bruyne. I, I, actually, that, that, make, that makes sense. Maybe Kevin should have gone in there ahead of Jota. Who I've just and I've just realised that I uh, again it's midnight. I've just realised I have Jota as my outside pick, which probably doesn't make sense if I'm putting in, him in as a banker. So uh, I'll I'll change that to Steve. I'll you're going to sacked at this. I'll rate. change that to Solly March. I'm going to change it to Solly March. Very exciting. Solly March, of course, playing on the wing. McAllister kind of plays a bit deeper in the midfield, but still gets a whole pile uh, of chances no, McAllister, yeah he it depends on the formation they play i think when gross is mm. playing at right back and drifts into the midfield and goes alongside sado then McAllister has that uh, re- uh, free reign to go forward um mm. he also does take the penalties so that he could be an interesting one to have in as well yeah i, th- I think I was, I was looking at the formations and and there was a big impact of like the Ferguson injury and I don't know if they lost a midfielder, but basically it was like Ferguson with Enkiso behind and then it was McAllister in the midfield and Gross at right back. But then Yeah, no, if, when when more players were fit, McAllister was playing that attacking role and Gross was in the midfield and someone else was right back, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Tariq Lamptey being injured and I think they have another yeah. injury as well it hasn't helped. Um, but anyway, you're you've gone for Anthony. Have you on? I've gone for the Manchester Brazilian winger Anthony. Um, he is in a bit of form, like a little bit of form, the last few weeks. <laughs> um, he's doubling this week. Um, someone did pick him up in my draft league. I had I had the option to get him myself, but I was happy with my midfielders. Kind of worried he'll hurt me over the over the playoffs now for draft. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. And speaking of draft on, there's um, we're into the final week of it now, the final week of regular before the playoffs, and uh, it's 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 very tight. I'd say there's what is it? There's a one, two, three, four, five, six people in it. In with a shout still. 
Yeah, so this is game week 33 that's currently unfolding. Mm -hmm. So me in fifth, I'm safe. And then it starts to get interesting. Tig's on 54, which is not safe. And he plays Herbert, who is in seventh. So depending on how that goes, um, that could be bad for Tig because if Herbert does manage to beat him, they'd be tied on points and Herbert will go ahead on points scored which would leave Tyg in 7th. Cahill then is playing Gary, and if Cahill wins that, he would then be tied with Tyg, and it would come down to points scored. But Although he would Tighe... need to get 94 <laughs> points yeah, of a yeah, point swing. Yeah, he would, he would, he yeah. would. So it, it, he, he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be tough anyway. Like I think he's kind yeah. of hoping that uh, Tyg can beat Herbert, and then he can leave Frog Herbert. Paddy still mm. has an outside chance. He needs to beat John and then hope that Herbert and Cahill both lose in order to leapfrog the two of them. Um, it's possible. Mitch, Mitch, um, <laughs> Mitch needs to. Uh, I, I, I don't needs think needs to win, <laughs> and he needs to get fifty. He needs to get forty-eight points. Yeah, of more a, than Herbert, he, and he then he needs a, a Cahill loss. Exactly, he needs forty-eight more. Loss more than Herbert so whatever Herbert scores yeah. this week he needs to get 48 more than that and um, <laughs> Thomas needs the same but <laughs> Tom- in fact it's more so like 100 points <laughs> yeah exactly so it's it's mainly down to let's say three that or meme, four that um, meme where you're saying there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah from uh, Dumb and Dumber the gif uh, so yeah. telling me there's a chance uh, yeah so that's kind of more or less the, the, the way that that's going Connell has secured uh, the number one seed and so gets a bye into the first round of the playoffs, which is the quarterfinals. Um, Connor Skeen is on 60 points and ahead of Mark on points difference, who was also. And then we have John in fourth on 58, and he's playing Paddy this week. So, uh, depending on how that, that goes on, you might be able to potentially leapfrog. John I think then, I would but, still end up playing John exactly yeah it wouldn't really yeah. matter though too much because you'd still end up playing each other anyway so yeah. there's nothing really to gain for you there no if I lose and then I drop below Tyg and I end up playing Mark that's probably the easier matchup I'm, I'm, I'm worried with John and his double Holland I think that might be enough to knock oh, me out yeah absolutely you want to avoid double yeah. Holland at all costs yeah like um uh Herbert has Holland, Cahill has Holland, and John have ha- has Holland. So I mean, if Herbert and Cahill don't make it in, that's a massive um, uh, weight off. That blows the whole thing wide open. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's one less Holland to worry about, you know. Yeah, and um, he doubles twice in the playoff period. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So John will be well set there anyway, so he won't be one you want to come up against uh, during those. The weeks. other end, in the other end of the table, Steve, there's an interesting fourteen fifteenth battle on the go. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, look, my this is typifies my season. Like, you know, I, I've scored pretty well this season and I'm still kind of um, um, battling for fucking scraps. So, uh, yeah, I had a win last week over Mitch, but so did Ray. So Ray is playing Steve uh, this week and I am playing Connell. So uh, if results go Ray's way, he'll leapfrog me. And that'd be the case then. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's all we can do. Um, exciting end to the the playoff, or sorry, the draft regular season. Yes. Um, 
What I would like to I would like to mention is that Connell has locked down the playoffs for such a long time, and he actually doesn't play a playoff game for another three weeks. So his team should be running like a well-oiled machine by the time we get there. Yeah, yeah, like he won't play in the he won't play anyone in the quarterfinals, so he'll just have time to get his team ready for. Um those weeks like you mentioned so that gives that's the advantage of finishing in first you know yeah 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 and having you know if you have enough points to stay above eight for a long time that's uh that's pretty sweet as well mm-hmm. um any more comments on draft Stephen meiselbach uh no i'm just saying like um i'm fairly happy with how the my first season as commissioner is turning out uh, i think the new format was interesting and uh, hopefully the playoffs go smoothly enough and there's no uh, chicanery. <laughs> we love chicanery. <laughs> no, I don't. As commissioner, I don't love chicanery. I have to we do love, the, the headaches. We that love the chicanery. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just pray for more chicanery in the meantime. What a word. No, You're not <laughs> listening to me, Owen. Is this thing? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? I've muted Steve a little while ago for the <laughs> listeners' enjoyment. But you're still answering um, me on. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I think I think that's going to do it for episode twenty-seven. Am I right in saying that? Because we got the episodes wrong. I know. Yeah. It is. Uh, it, yeah, it is episode. We checked two. it beforehand. It is twenty-seven. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Yep. Um, another nice episode. Nice to be back recording. This one will be released when game week thirty-three is underway. But yeah, we've done our prep for thirty-four. The exciting mm-hmm. doubler. Uh, very nice. Uh, I think we'll leave it at that, Steve, unless you'd like to sing a song or do anything else before we go. No, I'm very, very happy to wrap it up and go to bed. <laughs> Good night. Night, night.